Lights, Camera, Asia. A look at Asian culture and history through the lens of cinema. Hello and welcome back to Lights, Camera, Asia. I'm Jake Chen. Let's pick up from where we left off last week and take a look at the story of In the Mood for Love, a romantic drama directed by Hong Kong-based filmmaker Wong Kar-wai. Last week, we got to the point in the film's plot where Miss Chen and Mr. Zhou, the two next-door neighbors in the same apartment building in Hong Kong, have both detected hints that their respective partners could be having an affair. In other words, Mr. Zhou's wife and Miss Chen's husband are suspected to have been together in secret. The two neighbors sit down with one another, and while both have the intention of confirming their suspicions, they begin a conversation in a very reserved and indirect manner. After all, the reality of being cheated on by one's own partner isn't something that everyone is ready to face. They meet in this small, obscure restaurant. Both are hesitant to start the conversation. Mr. Zhou lights up a cigarette, and his eyes finally meet with Miss Chen. It's a brief, uncomfortable look, and Zhou finally starts by saying that he's been having a hard time finding the right gift for his wife, and he wonders if Miss Chen could recommend something. Both try to dodge the uh, topic they have in mind for a while before eventually coming to address it. Mr. Zhou spotted that his wife and Miss Chen have the same purse, a rare kind that is hard to find in Hong Kong at the time. And Miss Chen also sees that her husband and Mr. Zhou have the same tie. The implication is pretty clear at this point. Both their partners have been getting together behind their back. In a scene following the dinner, we see Mr. Zhou and Miss Chen walking side by side in the street. It's evening time, and the lights are dim, and the air is thick. Joe gives Chen a suggestive look, and once she asks him whether his wife would mind him coming home this late, he responds by saying, Which means she's used to it and she just leaves me alone. Joe proceeds to ask her to stay with him for the night. And this is where the film takes a rather unexpected turn. When I watched the sequence for the first time, I thought, "Oh, what a waste! All this beautiful music and cinematography, just to serve the story, and here it is devolving into this cheapened, sexy revenge drama. These two are going to get together to get back at their partners." But no, I was wrong, and I'm glad I was. In the Mood for Love didn't become a highly acclaimed movie by offering a plot that is within the audience's expectations. 
the plot heads to a really unexpected direction. Miss Chen looks at Mr. Joe and says, That is not how my husband talks. Joe looks confused, and in turn, he asks her, Well, how does your husband talk exactly? They take turn to initiate this kind of conversation in the following scene, where Miss Chen asks Joe to stay with her through the night. And once again, the conversation couldn't sustain itself for long when Miss Chen breaks character and asks Joe, saying, I don't know if your wife would talk this way. As it turns out, the two are both deeply hurt and baffled in their situation, and as a way of coping and finding out why their partners decided to cheat on them, they try to reimagine and reenact that moment when their partners first hooked up. It is kind of like their own mini theater of sorts. As life goes on, this becomes a routine between Mr. Joe and Miss Chen. When they meet in a restaurant, she would ask Joe to order for her what his wife would normally order. She says doing so helps her understand what kind of person his wife is. It is a rather unique way to find consolation. The viewers can tell that both of them are very, very hurt by this discovery, and they are also very lost. Later on, when Mr. Joe decides to try his hands on writing martial art novels, which is something he's been itching to do for a while, Miss Chen is the one who visits him from time to time, bringing him food, cheering him up when his confidence wavers. The two continue this relationship for the bulk part of the movie, and in many ways, they are each other's best friend and supporter in a time when they are the most vulnerable, when they need people by their side the most. But these two are also clearly more than just friends to each other. Their partners are absent in their life, both physically and emotionally. And by spending time with each other, spending time to get to know each other and lending that emotional support, they effectively play the role as life partners of each other. And that elevates their relationship to one that is romantic yet platonic. This development of intimacy is natural, as humans who generally spend time with one another tend to get closer. Mr. Joe and Miss Chen realize their feelings for each other, and throughout the film, we can see them being torn between acknowledging such feelings and denying it due to the moral standards that they hold themselves to. In one very moody scene in the rain, Mr. Joe offers to bring Miss Chen home. She refuses, saying that she doesn't want to be seen with him together in order to avoid gossip. But as the conversation deepens, Joe could no longer hold back his emotions. He says to Miss Chen that he understands her husband would probably come back one day, and that will be the day he could no longer meet her. And then, he has a moment of quiet epiphany. Joe says, 
I spent all this time trying to figure out how they get started, and now I understand many things happen and nobody knows how or why they happen. Just like when I realized that I began to worry about when your husband might come back one day. Joe effectively confesses his feelings to Miss Chen. He then asks her to help him get a ticket for a ship heading to Singapore. He says he has a friend who needs an extra hand there and that this is the right time to get away from it all. And then, for the one and only time in the movie, Miss Chen asks to stay with him for the night. As the movie progresses and moves closer to the end, Miss Chen's husband did make an unexpected return from his prolonged work trip in Japan. Things look like they're back to normal for a short while, although it is clear that Miss Chen and her husband have grown apart over long periods of separation, his indifferent attitude towards her, and more importantly, of his affairs. Shortly after, Mr. Joe leaves his apartment and briefly moves into a hotel where he used to stay when writing his martial art novels. Before he leaves Hong Kong for good, he asks Miss Chen if he'd come with him to Singapore if he's got an extra ticket. He didn't get an answer during his brief stay. In the final shot that we see him in Hong Kong, Mr. Joe stands by the curtain of the hotel window and his eyes wanders into the distance as if he's trying to let out all the sorrow and the longing that he carries with him. He then turns around, disappears in the shadow, and heads to Singapore. In the following scene, we see Mr. Joe suspiciously look through his things in the house, presumably at this point in Singapore, and he suspects someone has been in his room while he was away. In the following scene, we see Miss Chen in his room, sitting in his chair and smoking his cigarette, thus leaving a trace for him to find out. The timeline of these two events are clearly reversed, and Mr. Joe apparently missed her by just a few moments. And just like that, just like they got together by the hand of fate, they miss each other and never see each other again. A few years later, Miss Chen visits her old apartment building in Hong Kong, then she bumps into her old landlord. She chats with her, but Miss Chen couldn't hear anything as the sight of seeing where Mr. Zhou used to live made her shed a few tears in silence. In a separate scene, at a separate moment, Mr. Zhou also revisits the apartment. A man now lives in the room where Zhou used to live. He tells Joe that a woman with a child lives next door where Miss Chen used to live. It is implied that Miss Chen has taken up the landlord's offer and moved back in, and it was never clear whether the child was conceived during their brief stay that night. But Joe never gets to find out. He stares at the door for a very long moment, and he walks away quietly. In the film's final scene, we see Mr. Joe traveling to a temple in Cambodia and silently speaks all his longing and memories into a hole on the wall. The film ends, 
and like I said, the two never get a chance to meet again. It is a romantic, painful, bittersweet, yet mesmerizing tale of two strangers getting together by the hand of fate, and of their longing to each other that lasts the rest of their life. In the Mood for Love is one of my favorite movies of all time, and judged from the many lists by film critics, many share the same opinion. In the following episodes, we'll explore the film's many moments and the use of music and cinematography in these moments in order to better understand how the director was able to craft such a beautiful tale. For Lights Camera Asia, I'm Jake Chen. Talk to you next week.